0: Personally, I don't know what my own life will have been now, but for the word of God. The word of God was exposed to me early in life. There is a sister in new heritage. She used to tell me, Pastor Inca, you people that got to know the Lord early, hey, court again. <laughs> Because you don't have have many things to worry about. He said, but those of us who came to know the Lord later, ah, there are many things that will keep still giving us trouble, (laughs) that we'll be struggling to forget, that then we'll just be bringing it and bringing it and bringing it all the time. He said, but in your own case, you got to know the Lord at 18. What, What trouble will you have done at 18? At 45, 48, that's when we give our life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Problem we have to face. <laughs> Only you will know that God has forgiven you, but devil will be bringing it. <laughs> so the word of God, to me, is in what I live, is what I also depend on. If the word of God can't give me what I'm looking for, then I don't want it. The word of God is important. And for me, God doesn't need to shout at me for me to know that God is serious. Wherever I know, my son, don't turn right at the junction. Turn left. It won't make noise. He won't come and take the from me and say, I tell you to. No, 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 no. He will just say it like that. If you like, <laughs> don't listen. Don't listen. But I've come to realize that God's word, God speaks once, but twice I have heard it. That power belongs unto God. The way Yoruba people put it is that Were Nishe Oluwa if God wants to make a cripple to rise, he will just say, in the mighty name of Jesus, rise up. You won't need to shake, and then shout. No, no, no. We don't do that. The word is enough. Speak the word. It carries enough power. You know Jesus was walking on the sea, and Peter said, "Ah, uh-uh, on the sea care. And Jesus said, come now. He said, look, if you are the one, ask me to come. Jesus Christ didn't need to shake and splash. No, no, no. What did he say? He just said, come. That word come had enough power to keep Peter flowing and walking on water. So I want to beg you, whenever you find the word of God, either in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, Let the power of God be demonstrated in your life. Don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. I don't joke with it. I'm 60 now. I don't joke with spiritual things at all. When God says, do this, you may not even know how serious it is. Just take it. God doesn't joke with his words. God can show yeah He doesn't. It's not a. It's not Baba at all. He doesn't say things and make people laugh. No, 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 no. If there's nothing to say, God doesn't speak. But if there's something to say, He will speak. And when He speaks, please take Him seriously. What makes the difference in the life of Christians is how seriously you take the Word of God. There are many Christians who don't take the Word of God seriously. In fact, the way they take de up, I'm serious, there's no verse in the Bible, don't every, every word in the Bible, that is the way it is. When the Bible says, seek ye pe- seek peace with all men and holiness without which no one shall see the Lord. If you think God is joking, don't be holy. When you get to heaven, oh, can you read? You just discover, ah, me serious, curious. Too late. That was what happened to the rich man and Lazarus. They were always telling him, Mr. Rich man, the way you are living your life, you may not go to heaven. Who cares? The Bible said the rich man died and Lazarus also died, and he went to a place of torment and saw Lazarus. In the bosom of Abraham. He thought they were still in the world. Let me tell him. He used to be my servant when we were in the world. Help him go back and go and tell them. <laughs> he said, Look, pastors are there, Pastor Lyon and the rest, they are still there. If they cannot hear, nobody will go back from here. So I want to beg you, take the word of God seriously. So benefiting from the word of God. We quickly go through it. Luke chapter 2, verse 15 to 19. Luke chapter 2, verse 15 to 19. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord had made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger let me stop there what the angel told them is that joy to the world a baby has just been born in jerusalem is the savior of the world if you go there you will find the baby in a manger they didn't argue with the word. They just acted on it. Now imagine they got to the manger. Ko wasi baby mbe. Mbe. No Joseph. No baby. And they got to that place. This is number 17. Number 28, I only hear. Them. When they said the baby has just been born. Ah, there's no baby here. You don't know of any baby. Oh. What do you think will have happened? You say those angels were 419. But when God speaks something, it's so clear. In Acts chapter 9, after God pulled down Saul of Tarsus on the way to Damascus, God appeared to Ananias in a vision. Ananias. Go to such and such street, house number such and such, and ask for one man called Saul of Tarsus. He is praying. I have also showed him a vision that you and Ananias, you are coming inside the house to lay hand on him so that he can receive his sight. I knocked him down on the road to Damascus, and he cannot see now. So go there. And Ananias answered God and said, Ah, sir, I have heard of that man. Who, he's been distru- dis- disturbing Christians and he has a certificate and approval from the king to persecute the church. Uh, God will have smiled and said, I he change? <laughs> I dealt with him. Now he cannot see. You need to go. I have also shown him how much he's going to suffer for my sake. Now, you imagine Ananias now went to number 28. Is there Mr. Saul of Tarsus here? And then I said, No, nobody has ever come here. But when he got there, the time he got there, Saul had just also had a vision. God showed him somebody called Ananias is coming into the house. He will lay hand on you, he will pray for you. You will receive your sight and he will ask the Holy Ghost to fill you. Ananias was not a pastor, just a member of the church. And when God said, Yes, I've touched him, Ananias didn't argue again. He carried his luggage, whatever, and went. And he must have been looking at the number. This number 12. This number 16. Okay, this number 18. Coco. Good evening. I'm... My name is Ananias. I'm looking for one. Saul of Tarsus. Ah, yes, 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 come, come, come. Saul of Tarsus cannot see you. Is this the blind man you are looking for? Yes. And God did it in such a way that Ananias had a vision. Saul, who is to be ministered also, also had a vision. And he said, brother Saul. That is the first fellow that will address Saul as brother. And that was where the ministry of Saul started. Now, suppose Ananias said, Amy, ah God, find somebody else. Oh. <laughs> In this New Glory Baptist Church, I'm not the only one. Go and find Uche. Go and find the same. Go and find somebody else. But this brother went. The pastor of the church did not even know about it. Pastor Umorara, And he said, Brother Saul, the Lord who met you on the way to Damascus. Because God revealed to him. Paul would have been saying, "Were you there? The Lord who met you at the road to Damascus has asked me to come and pray for you that you should receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, that feeling of the Holy Ghost, now see what he did in the life of Saul. Saul wrote so many of the New Testament books. In fact, the Bible said in Acts chapter 12, verse 19, that special miracles happened by the hand of Saul, that they took handkerchiefs, apron like this, from his body. They just touched his body and took it to people who were sick and those who were oppressed of the devil, and they were healed. How did this start? Brother Ananias prayed for him. You see, you don't know one soul that God will lead you to touch. Where you will never reach, that soul will go there. Nobody heard about Ananias again. But tomorrow we are still talking about Apostle Paul. Even though Apostle Paul was not married, the only text in the New Testament about marriage was written by him. So I'm talking about the word of God. If you have a relationship with God that he can talk to you, you, won't pay, you will not give it for anything. Because there is joy <laughs> in knowing that this is God talking. You know, sometimes in our house they will want to say, eh, Daddy, but it's not like that. I say, All of you, I had God speaking to me at quarter past nine yesterday. And if any of you heard him differently, as of one thing. and sometimes they would think I'm joking until what I told them that God said will happen. Oh, and, eh, and that is I joke? I won't tell you that God said when God did not say anything. (laughs) But if God says something, I will tell you precisely what he has said. It may not look as if it can be possible. But God is always speaking. And my prayer is that this night, from this night, you will be able to hear God clearly. So verse 16 So they went in a haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger verse 17. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all they that had it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherd. Ah, ah, How can the shepherd be so accurate? But our focus this evening is verse 19. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them. Where? In her heart. That's how to relate with the Word of God. The Word of God doesn't come to your leg or to your back or to your head, it comes where? To your heart. That's why the Bible said in Mark chapter 11, verse 22, 23, that if you will say unto the mountain, move and be removed to uh, Oshodi, and you will not doubt where in your heart, but that you believe that what you have said in your mouth shall come to pass. You will have whatsoever you say. Do you know the challenge? Most people, what they say does not agree with what is in their heart. Ah, Pastor Laika, I'm so glad to see you. You're on your, Inside their heart, he has come again. Why is he here again? So, when what you say with your mouth and what is in your heart do not agree, miracles don't happen. And that's the problem. But if what you are saying in your heart, in your mouth, that we are hearing agrees with what is in your heart, if you say the mountain should move, it will move. Because we can digest your heart, but we can hear what you are saying. And Jesus said, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when somebody is joking, he's telling you what is inside his heart. Because it's from the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. So Mary was pondering over everything. We just had the baby. Then some strange people, they said they are shepherds. That somebody told them on the road and they've come to look at us here in this manger. How? But she kept pondering over it. That is how we meditate. You hear the word of God like this. You go and think about it. Wa, you will turn it to the left. You will turn it to the right. You will ask question in your heart. That was what Mary was doing. And that's how to benefit in the word of God. If the Bible says, by his stripes, you are healed. That's the word. So your meditation will now say, ah, by his stripes, I am healed. How? Which stripes? What type of healing? How does he work? And as you begin to ponder, as you begin to think, the understanding of the word will be coming to you. That is when healing can hit you. So, introduction. In order to receive total freedom, the hearing of the word of God is crucial. Faith comes by hearing. And I need to explain the two. There is a place for hearing the word of God. There is a place for meditation when you read it or you hear it to meditate. So, it is crucial. The hearing of the word of God is crucial. Apart from hearing the word of God in church like you are hearing now, Every Christian should utilize part of his free time to listen to the word of God. There is audio Bible. There are about uh, 36 cassettes or so. They are now in CDs. So if it's Matthew you want to hear, put Matthew cassette there. <laughs> There's one fellow who read the Bible through in those cassettes. And sometimes I used to wonder, when I bought it, Man, say, How did it happen? They say, ah, no, no. He will take a break. <laughs> so that his voice is the same. He will tell you Matthew Gospel chapter 1 and you begin to read. So, that's why you can listen to it in your car at home. The reason why you need to hear it is because faith comes by hearing So that's why people that are deaf it's difficult for them to even have miracle. And the faith that they need to get the miracle has to come by hearing. So hearing the Word of God in the church is important. And you can hear it again and again. If you don't have audio Bible, then be in the habit of reading the Bible to yourself aloud. You should say, like they said, <laughs> uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28. I remember when I was young, in, uh, we used to read it. It shall come to pass. If you are unto your Lord, So you read it to yourself and be hearing. I'm not saying you should be disturbing everybody. But when you are reading your Bible, you read it so that you can hear. When this is done regularly, on a daily basis, you do it like you eat. You will find it easy, number one, to memorize the scriptures. Number two, there will be no room for evil thoughts in your heart. And number three, it will eliminate fear and doubt in your heart. You know, sometimes Christians struggle with doubt and fear. You don't need to struggle with doubt and fear. You know what you need to do? Just be pumping the word of God into your heart. Esha ma when when i was in the university i don't know what they do now but we had that time what we call Walkman. so inside your room in the in the in the hall your cassette uh, your cassette player has tapes we didn't even have a card then so what we have is workman when you are going you put one here and put the other one here and then you keep hearing it, so you hear it when you are going to work, to classes, to the lectures, when you are coming back, before you eat, after you finish eating, before you sleep, when you wake up. So when fear is coming, in this space. when doubt is coming, there will be one word of God that you have just meditated upon that will come and tell the fear, no, don't let the fear frighten you. Maybe you remember, two days ago you read this verse that the word of God said like this and it will be knocking it off. That's why the Bible says in Romans chapter 12 verse 1 that presents your body a living sacrifice and let your mind be renewed by the word of God every day. If you know the number of encounters that the enemy attacks a child of God every day that's why when you wake up in the morning before you go Pray and neutralize you know? and put yourself in a fresh position for the day. Before you sleep, not neutralize everything. Because what you hear affects you. What you see affects you as well. Because eyesight. And your ears, they are two of the five gates way to your life. And you know the Bible says, Lift up your head, O ye gates. up. That's why he said it the second time. He said, Lift up your head, O ye gates. That's a gentleman appeal. It's like, excuse me, sir, don't sit here. And if you love yourself, you just move. He now said, I'm being lifted up. So if you now say, no, I will sit here. Then we'll go. (laughs) I'm a dasirov. She efekuro ni abi. That's what the Bible says. If these gates refuse to lift up, we will lift it up by force. So all those gates in your life, you must guide them. Some people say, I can watch anything. Eh, be watching everything. They are going inside your life. What your eyes see affects you. A very simple example is what we started hearing from all these people that that now show us on social media, beheading people. Some people saw it and they went to do exactly the same. A man that beheaded a woman in England not too long ago, saw it in the social media. Those days, those of you who are still here, when they want to execute people by firing square, they used to take them far. So that even if you are going there, before you get there, you know why? They don't want you to see. Because they affect you. They play back. So be careful what you see. Some watch horror films. Some watch sex films. And eh, say, I'm a mature man. Okay. If you're a child of God, be careful. Because they can stand against you. Number two is what you hear. Now Mary pounded over these things in her heart. This boy, this boy that I've just had, Omonla New. We shall see. We're just thinking, thinking, thinking. It's the thought of Mary about Jesus that made him to tell them at the wedding of Canaan, whatever this boy tells you to do. Because she has pondered over it. When you begin to ponder over the word of God, the spirit of God will now be showing you the deeper dimension of the passage. That's why a Christian will come and speak In the mighty name of Jesus be healed, and nothing will happen. Another Christian in the same church will come and say, In the mighty name of Jesus, be healed. And the sickness will go. What What do you think made the difference between Ananias going to pray for a mighty man of God like Saul? Because God has showed him. That's why he was bold. Even call him by name. <laughs> and in order for Paul to know, I wasn't there, but God who met you on the way to Damascus, that you are blind now, <laughs> has sent me. This me, I'm not the pastor of the church. This but that's my name. To come and lay my hand on you so that you will receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Oton. We are not even sure whether Ananias saw Paul again. But Ananias started that revolution in the life of Paul. So Mary thought about it. So it will eliminate fear and doubt. Whenever I meet Christian that say, look, my problem is fear. You don't stand, you don't stay in the word of God enough near. I'm always doubting, 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 doubting. You don't stay in the word of God enough. If you stay in the word of God, you are thinking about the word of God, you are reading the word of God, you are meditating, fear will go out. A typical example is, when there is darkness, do we stay in the dark and be rebuking the darkness? Darkness, go away in Jesus' name. Just bring light. (laughs) We don't know where darkness goes to once light comes. (laughs) You know, when there is no Nepal and then Nepal comes, we can't even find darkness again. But darkness she one You know, somebody said, Ojutofo Inuori Loa. That eyes that I cannot see is still inside the head. And so we need to know that light of the Word of God will eliminate darkness. So we said, in case you don't have audio Bible, be in the habit of reading the Bible aloud to yourself. By so doing, each word that comes into your spirit, man, we give you life from above. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. The nature of God's word. The word of God is quick, and I want to mention all those passages, all those attributes, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, gives a description of the Word of God. There are so many attributes there. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it says, For the Word of God is quick. Number one. The Word of God doesn't do like this when it's going. No, no, no. It moves fast, it's quick. It moves with precision. Be healed in Jesus' name. That word like that is going straight. If it's headache that is troubling you, it's going sharp to that headache. It doesn't go about, uh, where did they say I should go? Who is the sick fellow? No, 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 no. It's quick. The word of God is quick and powerful. It's not weak. On his way, anything that he meets, <laughs> the way for you to know the power of the word is that let there be an accused fellow that they accuse of murder. And the case has been going on for about two years. So the judge said, I'm giving my judgment tomorrow. So, they go to court. Where is the accused? They bring the accused in front of the judge. And what the judge wanted to say, after Tobati Kakbobo's story, is to say, I have by pronounce you guilty. That's what he wanted to say. But by the time he was going to talk, he said, I have by pronounce you not guilty. What do you think will happen? It will, which one do you think the court will do? They will remove the handcuff immediately. The man is a free man. The judge cannot say, Ah, no, you are guilty. No, 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 no. Nobody, nobody. The word of God, the word that comes first, nye. Finish. In fact, when he says, I hereby pronounce you not guilty, what do you think the man will He's a free man. The judge cannot come and say, Ah, I made a mistake. Nibo, That is the power of the word of God. Once he goes, you can't stop it. You can't. So he's quick, he's powerful, and sharper. <laughs> you know the reason why the Bible didn't say sharp? It's because you don't know how to define sharp. But you know something that is sharper. So if you bring a knife, the word of God is sharper than your knife. So that it can cut. It can cut. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's even a sword. But the sword is sharper. He now says, it pierces unto the dividing asunder, Soul, where your emotions and your intellect are. Your soul and spirit and the joints. You know, when you discover that your joint is paining you, apply the word of God there. The joints are places where uh, bones are joined together. Like here. Like your head. The word of God visits those places. It doesn't stop at your soul. It doesn't stop at your spirit. But it now walks through. It says so. Soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. Do you know what marrow is? It's what is inside the bone. You know, when we were young, we used to take bone and you'd be sucking. That thing that is inside, Olonja marrow. The word of God goes inside, goes inside the bone and deal with the marrow. So when they say somebody and they say your marrow needs something, no, it's the word of God you need. Let the word of God enter your marrow. Doctor, we just discovered that marrow here is alright. Because it's here through the joints and the marrow, and is the designer of the thoughts and intent of where? Heart. It is the word of God that will lead. A typical example you know prophet Samuel, go to Samuel rise up, how long will you cry for Saul? I've rejected him, fill your horn, and go to the house of JT and I have found myself a king. Go and anoint one of his sons for me. Yes, sir. And Samuel went there. She, Samuel didn't know what is in the heart of Jesse. He sent a message to Jesse. God said I should come to your house to come and anoint one of your sons. Samuel doesn't know how many sons Jesse had. I'm talking about the, the intents and the thoughts. Of human hearts. Welcome, Mr. Prophet. We are the boys. They line them all up. Do you think David's father didn't know that David was on around? He knew. The king is not for David. David bo, hey, leave him. And then the man of God began to obey the word of God. God told him. Take your horn. When you get to Jesse's house, I will tell you when the one I wanted to anoint as king comes before you. And Eliab came there, and God said, Not him. And all of them. If you are the prophet, when the last fellow is walking towards you, what will be happening to you? Hey, father, tell me about you, Uncle. If you said it's not this one, what is going to happen to my ministry? (laughs) And when the last one came, God said, not this one. But because the word of God goes into the hearts and the thoughts of men, the word of God from the mouth of Samuel now went to Jesse. Don't confuse me, Mr. Jesse. Are these all your children? You know, if not the word of God, what prophet Samuel will be telling Mr. Jesse, I think, maybe this is not the house. Uh, Let me go and come back. (laughs) But you see, God doesn't put his servant to shame. I know in my life, people will come and tell you half-truth. Oh, pastor, if you know what has happened to me, you're not wrong, he will tell you everything that is not correct. And God will say, my son, don't be disturbed. Ask him. I remember when we were in a Levels. one brother came to my room, very early in the morning. And, and he, was, he was selling me eh, something, something, something. And he was crying. I said, tell me the story. And he carried on telling me the story. And there's this sister, something, something. God said, Mama Dalongu, As asked him, has he has sex with the girl. He wanted to tell me every other thing apart from that one. I said, my brother, have you, have you slept with the girl already? And he said, yes. Why are you wasting my time? So when a servant of the Lord is going, God goes with him. That's what Mark chapter 16, verse 18 to 20 said, And he went with them, confirming the words. When you are going, don't be afraid. People will want to mislead you. And that was what they, what they wanted to do for somewhere. And God said, relax, my, my, my servant. Mr. Jesse Luffet, please. Ask him, are these all your children? I've told you the story before. Suddenly, one of the young pastors that they sent to one of the daughter churches, they said he had an accident on the motorcycle. Ah, ah, this father and brother for the Lord. So they went to see him in the hospital. And as they were going, God said to the pastor, when you get there, ask him, where was he coming from? When he had the accident. And on the road, the pastor was sagging with God. He was coming. He said he was coming from follow-up. God, that was what he said. now. He said he was coming from follow up. He said, when you get there, ask him. So they got to the hospital. Ah, my brother. Ah, accident, am I serious? So? so God reminded the pastor. Did you ask him what I said? You should ask him. Eh, sorry, brother. Am I be no? where were you coming from when you had this accident? I was coming from follow-up. So the pastor said, God, did you not hear? He said, ask him again. When they asked him the third time, he was coming from prostitute's house. He just finished in the allot house, jump on the motorcycle, driving back home. What's the pastor? So everybody now say, oh, she in an accident. Now, do you see how he will have misled the pastoral team? I'll tell you another story. I'm sure I've told you before. We'll finish our it and then we'll go home. One pastor, young pastor, got to the church. He hasn't even spent so many months in the church. He said, he suddenly died. Eh? So from the mother church, they raised pastoral team to come to the church and come and console them and pray with them and encourage them. So when they got to the church, the pastor from the mother church now got to the pulpit. Before he would get to the pulpit, the youth told him, our Father in the Lord, please come, sir. I pray. We pray that he should die, so that you will know. Since he came, he's been sleeping with men in the church. And the youth saw it. Ah! So when the senior pastor got up, <laughs> what else are you going to say? Of course, the senior pastor's message was different. They said, we youths of the church, we pray that God should take him. Ah, for what But we prayed. It has been a bad example for us, and we don't want a pastor like that. So you be careful. <laughs> People that do not know you well can determine your life. So... They couldn't pray that I should come back to life. ministry finish, Because it is appointed unto man to die how many times? What follows? The judgment. So, please, the word of God is quick. He knows the thoughts of the man. So, if you are approaching the man of God and you have a thought, be careful. All these characteristics are activated in each word of God that enters into your spirit. The word of God, when it goes out, usually accomplishes the purpose for which the original word was spoken. And it doesn't return to God void. Isaiah 55, verse 11. The word of God is a servant of God on an errand. That's why Psalm 107, verse 20 says, He sent His word. And what does the word do? Heal them. You speak the word. I told you the tutorial before. After one of the Hosanna Hour episode, a woman called. I said, Pastor, pray for me. I'm the only one in the house. I am so many months pregnant. The baby is coming out. I'm alone. I said, the baby will come out. The baby is going to go back. So I said, put the phone with your right hand. She Ori, baby Nikon look come out. Put your hand on the head of the baby. As I'm praying, be pushing the baby back. How do I know? As soon as she started talking to me, God said, You were here. You are going to be telling her what to do. So she put the phone and I was praying in tongues. And at the point I said, Now push the baby back. I could hear her screaming. But the baby went back. Three months later, she wanted to have the baby. She now called me again. Said, Pastor, you remember me if I tell you my story. You remember that baby that wanted to come? The baby is ready to come now. But the doctor has just told me they will do operation. So, and now said, ah, operation. Why? And God spoke to me, tell them to go ahead with the operation. But ask her, kilo de. What is the problem? When I ask her, I say it's my mother, Mama Mini. In fact, she has killed my father because of this child, and she wanted to kill me. I say, you can't kill you. And she can't kill you anymore. So let them do the operation. I prayed for her. They did the operation. They brought the baby out. The baby was alive. She was alive. I'm just talking about the word of God. When it enters into your ears, it makes a difference. Especially when it's spoken by faith. With an instrument of God, that God established there must be understanding in addition to hearing the word you must think ponder and meditate upon it until you understand the word of God when the word comes it comes with divine light, ready to give understanding to those who think upon it Psalm 119 verse 130 only few details are on the surface Most mineral resources are below the surface of the earth. So is the word of God. You have to dig deep to release the power and the treasure of the wonderful word of God. Meditation is digging deep. Meditation is essential. Psalm 1 verses 1 to 3 state that one who meditates on the word of God is the blessed man if we have unlimited access to wonderful working power of God, and to be connected to an unending source of power, or if you want to be a fruitful Christian without dryness in your life, but rather to prosper in everything you do, you lay your hand on, you need to meditate regularly on the word of God. You can't rush through Bible study every day, every week, you must be meditating on the word of God. Inside the bus, you are thinking about a verse. When you, get to, you are thinking, when you get to work, while you are eating. So all around you is the word of God. Mary's example is still relevant today. The mother of Jesus knew how to ponder on God's word and on things concerning the Lord Jesus. We read it there. In Luke chapter 2, verse 9, that we read, the, the Bible said he was, she was pondering. What kind of child is this? His child, now wow. And see verse 51. And he went down with them and came, you know the story here. Let me start reading from verse 47. And all that had him were astonished at his understanding and answered. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, "Son, Jesus was twelve at this time. Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Why will she treat wabai? If Mary didn't know that, omo do you think that's the way we'll be telling her? Foolish boy, where have you been? That's what she will have done." I tell you next time. <laughs> but she has come to realize that this child, he said, why have you treated us like this? Behold, thy father and I, we have been looking for you, sorrowing about you. Verse 49. And he said unto them, how is it that you, as you sought me? Why is ye not that I must be about my father's business almost 12 years? Won't you be wondering, <laughs> which father's business, which carpentry work is he talking about? Why are you guys looking for me? We went we went to convention. Oh, there was no. <laughs> we couldn't find you. And we were looking for you. And when they saw you, instead of you to say, sorry, mom, I was busy talking to this uh, professor of theology. He said, why are you looking for me? Should I not be about my father's business? See what Mary did. And they understood not the saying, which he spake to them. And he went down with them. He just told them, he still followed them. He went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. See Mary again, but his mother, kept all this saying in our hearts and see verse 52 and jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with who with god and with man that's the success of jesus ministry favor with man and favor with god you can't fail If God grants you favor with himself and he grants you favor with men, you will succeed. (laughs) So that was Mary's example. She obtained the revelation that there is power in the words of Jesus. So she told the ushers at the wedding of Canaan of Galilee, whatever he asks you to do, just do it. Even if it appears stupid. And that brought about the miracle that they wanted. You know, Jesus said at that time, woman, my time has not come. Fimi sile. Whatever he tells you. Because she knew that Jesus will say something. Suppose she said whatever he tells you, and Jesus didn't say anything. But she has learned, she has, she has mastered him. She has known him that when you ask, he acts like God and he answers. That's why he said, only time would he do, but he will do something. Whatever he tells you, do it. Didn't the time come, by force, <laughs> God said, this is the appointed time. So in your life, A particular verse of the Bible may say, Your time has not come. But remember, Mary. Whether your time has come or it has not come, they need wine and they need it when? Now. And the boy Jesus didn't argue, (laughs) he rose up immediately. Don't forget, the Bible said Jesus is the wisdom of God. Because we are complete in him. Because the bodily expression of God was in him. So he knew that this is no longer my mother asking. This is a request of humanity. Let me meet the need. It's a wedding. And Jesus Christ rose up. That was his first miracle that came ahead of time i share another one with you. You remember the three Hebrew boys? They were about to be cast into the lake of fire, into the uh, fiery furnace. They just did some magumago and said, yeah, they, they are condemned to death. Okay, you go and put them inside the fire. And the king gave them another opportunity. Well, this is the report. Let me ask you by myself. Is it true that you don't want to bow down my image because I'll put you inside fire. and they told him Mr. King the report you have is correct we have made up our mind that we are not going to bow down to any other God except Jehovah this God is able to save us from you from this furnace But in case he decides that he doesn't want to, we are ready. Eh, When I'm the king, okay, he now asked them to go and increase the fire. In fact, the Bible said, those who threw them inside the fire, the flame burnt them, but they still succeeded. People were in handcuffs and you threw them inside the fire. Any hope. went to lessen. But, the point I want to make is that at that time, Jesus Christ was not supposed to appear in the world as a human being yet. They put them inside fire. And God said, no, 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 no. We are not going to send an angel. You go yourself. So when you find yourself inside fire, He will come by himself. They landed there and all the uncles were gone. And then number four man. Whether it was Jesus that was waiting for them or they landed together. But what is important is that the king who was an idol worshiper God opened his eyes. He was the only one that saw. It's the king that has the power that the king of kings showed. Oba and Oba. only in charge. And he said, ah! Did we not put three people inside the fire? What equipment But the fourth one, his image, looks like the son of God. One man walking. What are you talking about? Which image? And they saw them walking. Jesus was not supposed to appear in human form at the time. They have to fast forward it. So, the implication to you is that if you need a miracle now, take it now. Jesus has done him many times before. And of course, you know the story. They brought them out. but When they were going to bring them out, were they four? <laughs> uh-huh. Jesus Christ, he went back to heaven. In fact, by the time they were asking them to come out, Jesus had disappeared. It would have been nice if they were able to get him too. And bring the four of them. Okay. ebola like you he entered the fire, changed everything, the testimony was established, and the man went back to heaven. And told God the Father, yes, I've been there, sir. Everything is under control. And they brought them out. And those families were put there. Kilo sharp, sharp. So, the implication of the word of God is that now is the accepted time. When you need the miracle, that is when you should get it. There are so many other uh, explanations in the Bible. You remember the woman that came to Jesus and Jesus said, no, he leaves for the children's bread. come. Eh, said, yes, sir, you are correct. But Lori when they are eating, crumbs, crumbs fall down. Eat the crumbs I want. And Jesus said, ah, <laughs> your faith. this faith will not take no for an answer. May you get what you are looking from God. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, as you think, so you are. It is important to guard what you think about. Because Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, you are what you think. And Philippians 4, it tells us what we should do with what we think about. Check it. Test it before you take it in. Don't just take things into your heart. It says, those things which are lovely, which are good, which are of good report, So regularly think on the word of God, his actions and his promises. And when you do so, then be ready for great things in your life. You won't need to be struggling about it. Conclusion, therefore, God is, there is power in the word of God, but you need to meditate on the word of God to secure his benefits. I will tell you a story and then, your question before we pray and go home one man was sick he's been sick for a while so after series of tests the doctors decided that he has only a few weeks to live. okay no problem so they got they had in church and came and decided That is doctor's report. We are not going to take it. So every time they will come, and they will be reading Isaiah chapter 53 to him. By that time, he he can't hear, he can't do anything. So they will say, who has believed our report, and unto whom is the hand of God revealed? For he will grow up to be without form of godliness. Every day. And then when they read it, when the doctor is passing, he'll be looking at them. <laughs> you see these people? If I ask you more weeks to live, you're just wasting your time. And then one day came, another team came to read. And as they were reading the passage, they got to verse 4 of Isaiah chapter 53. And then, they were just reading, and they were saying, let me begin to read, and I'll tell you what happened. He who has believed our report, and to whom is the hand of the Lord revealed? For he shall, be, he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He had no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of all men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with griefs, And we did hid our eyes, faces from him and was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. The man just said, can you repeat that? And he got up from the bed. He said, can you repeat that? The man has been in coma since. And every symptom of the sickness was gone. They now call the doctor. Can you please run your test again? And the doctor was shaking. I don't know what has happened. But there's no more trace of anything. That's what the power of the word of God can do. So this evening, are you trusting God for something? And you are beginning to doubt, will this word of God work for me? Oh yes, I'm here to confirm to you that it will work for you this evening. So we are going to pray. It's a very simple prayer. And the prayer is just like this. Father, let your word work for my miracles. The miracle I need, let your word do it for me this evening. Pray, talk to the Lord. Speak to him. The word of God works. He has power. The word of God has power. This is the accepted time. This is the accepted time. It is the accepted time. Ask him. Let the word work for me. Trusting God for a breakthrough, ask him afresh. You need God to prove himself for you on your behalf. Tell him. Are you discouraged? Speak to the Lord. Are you encouraged? Praise the Lord. Thank him. Receive what you need from God. You can do it now. Now. You don't need to wait till tomorrow. Receive it now. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, our Father. I want you to pray about the prayer meeting tomorrow. As that the Almighty God will make us pray, we will receive His touch, Reverend Dr. Steve Adekwombi of First Baptist Church, Shomolu will be, uh, sorry, Makoluku will be coming, as that the anointing of God will be fresh on him, as that the, the Almighty God will meet with us and direct our paths. Pray that the revelation of the Word of God will be clear to you, that you become a mighty, mighty man of the Word of God, so that when you speak, the word of God will move quickly and defend you and empower you. Thank you, our Father. We are going to sing, have faith in God, but I'm going to pray for you. If you are in this Bible study and you always have doubts about miracles that you need to get and why you are doubting, the miracle just slips off your hand. And it takes you a long time before you make it again. I want to pray for you. Number two, if you are in church this evening, and every time you are praying about critical things you want God to do for you, devil is always bringing things to tell you that you are not fit. That God, you, are not, you are not entitled to it. In other words, the accuser of the brethren comes to accuse you. And in the process, you lose your confidence. I want to pray for you. And then thirdly, if you are in church this evening, when you look back from January, you can't even count how many prayers that God has answered. Could God has answered many of your prayers. And you are in church this evening. If you are among those three groups, please stand on your feet as we pray. It's a special touch of God for you this night. And as you are standing, speak to God about your own case. Tell him. Tell him. The word of God is powerful and is sharp. He he will touch. He will quicken. As I pray, I want you to say loud amen. It's not going to be a long prayer at all. Because the anointing of God is already here. Father, I identify with our brethren who are standing. You know our faces. You know why each of us is standing. I ask the Lord, the power in your word, let it make a difference tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. I ask that everything that has hindered us from moving forward, that has prevented us from getting our miracles we just read your word that tomorrow can become today what was supposed to happen so many months you can bring it forward so i ask anything that has been delayed in our life let the delay stop now in jesus name usher us into the miracles anoint us for a performance Everything that has been difficult before let them become easy now in Jesus name. Amen. I ask oh Lord that every spirit of doubt I command it to stop working in our life. Amen. Strengthen our feet. Amen. Strengthen our hands. Everything that the enemy is using to torment us, accuse us. I ask that the blood of Jesus will cleanse them completely in Jesus name. Amen. Grant us confidence in your presence. Strengthen our hand. Strengthen our faith. Solve our problem. And let the word of God be miraculous in our lives in Jesus' name. Thank you, our Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So we all sing through 253, have faith in God. And then we take the offering before we go. The Hear My Prayer program is at 7 a.m. tomorrow. So please, let's come. Let's invite our neighbors. And let's come ready to pray to receive answers. Have faith in God. We will all sing verse 1. Sisters only will sing verse 2. Brothers will sing verse 3. Then we will all sing verse 4 together. Have faith in God. When your father Watches over his own. He must have faith in God. Have faith in God. Sister so too. Uh, um. That's only. God is there God is is God, your heart has been up a- 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 So in the morning, on Friday is prayer warriors meeting at 7. And we are going to minister Holy Ghost baptism. We pray in tongues because I remember I told you at a prayer warrior, you can't be a prayer warrior without being filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking with a new tongue. So if you are not a prayer warrior and you want to come, come. So I want to encourage all those who will come on Friday at 7. Fast at 12 noon. That's the minimum. You can stop at 2 or 3. Because we'll be doing that business in the evening. If you are going to be in that band, then you must be filled with all the manifestation. So please lift your hands to heaven this evening. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord be mighty on your behalf. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord direct you. May the anointing of God be mighty in your life. I ask today that the word of God will begin to work for you. Amen. All those things that have not been able to come to you, which the Lord has freely given unto you, I ask that from now on you begin to receive them. Amen. We read in the Bible this evening and that Jesus Christ increased in wisdom and had favor with God and with man. I pray that you will have favor with God, you will have favor with man, And you will increase in wisdom Every foolishness in your life I command them to stop now In Jesus name You will move forward You will move up And everything you touch will prosper As you live here the Lord will go with you His miracle will follow you home When you reach home The miracles of God will be waiting for you Those of you who are trusting God For financial breakthrough The Lord will send them to you It shall be well with you in the morning it shall be well with you in the afternoon This austerity measure that is going around They will not touch you in Jesus name So shall it be In Jesus mighty name we have prayed The grace together The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ The love of God And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit Be with us now and forevermore Amen Surely, surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow me All the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. We were going to shout three big hallelujah this evening, and I want you to shout it with faith in your hearts. Are you ready? Praise the Lord! <laughs> Praise the Lord! <laughs> Praise! God bless you all. See you tomorrow morning.